0: I I have never heard that statement come from anybody's mouth. You are setting records, my friend, because I have never heard anyone say
1: I've loved rocks since I was a kid. It's funny because now my daughter loves rocks, too. So it's just
0: so funny. (laughs) Just like
1: what kind of rocks like.
0: Hey, everyone, welcome to chat GPT part two. This is the second episode in the series that I am doing on chat gpt. Hello and welcome to another episode of the genius in you podcast where we find ordinary moms doing extraordinary things in business and in life. And today we have Krista Stevens, a technology consultant who helps small businesses grow and scale by implementing technology to simplify their processes, save them time and boost their revenue. Hello, who doesn't want that? Welcome Krista. Hey, thanks for having me. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm so excited that you're here. So can you share what it is that you do by helping businesses grow and scale and simplifying their processes? Can you just give me a little bit more detail about that?
1: Yeah, sure. So uh, what I do is I uh, actually help businesses a lot with their strategy. Uh, Some businesses say it's a therapy session when I first meet them. And uh, I actually look at them as a person first, and then as a business second. So I see exactly what's happening with them as a person holistically, and then create a strategy based on that. Because you know, if they're dealing with a lot of things as a human, then I'm not able to actually help them as a business. So that's where we start. And, you know, sometimes it's web design and I help them with web design. Sometimes it's social media management. A lot of times it's actually automation and that's where I thrive. I love automation and it ties into a lot of the web design, the social media management and the branding. So it's my jam. (laughs) I love that. That's so interesting. I think that's really cool that you even said that, right? Because
0: a lot of times, you know, sometimes I should say business owners kind of come in with a, a solution in their head of like, okay, this is what you need. This is, I know for me, I was guilty of that when I first started. I remember talking to someone, I forget forget exactly the details of who it was, but I remember going in thinking, okay, I'm gonna sell them this amazing thing and it's gonna help them so, it was when I was copywriting, I'm gonna help them so much. And I have these ideas of what I wanted to do for them. And I really didn't take the time to listen to what they really actually wanted. And it turned out fine, you know, we kind of got over that hurdle where I realized kind of the error of my ways, excuse me, the error of my ways, but it's really super important. I think you just touch on that, that we first try to serve and figure out what, what it is that we can really help this person with. And that's kind of the most important part of it. So, being said that's a whole lot of stuff that's your jam like (laughs) automation web design you name it so tell me how did you get started with that like what how did how did this all kind of happen where you kind of know all of these different kind of pieces and components
1: yeah so uh, funnily enough a lot of people say you know you can not really be a master of a lot of trades well i have my hand in a lot of different things because when i first started out years ago uh, my background is actually in geology. I went to school for geology, found geology. out. Geology, geology,
0: yes, or- not geography, geology, no, geology, like So rocks. I'm- yes. Right? Are we talking rocks? rocks?
1: <laughs> yes yeah, so I went on lots of geology field trips I, you know got the whole degree it's actually on the wall back there
0: so interesting <laughs> oh my goodness I have never in my life and I have gone to college for a long long time I've never met anyone that majored in geology yep. okay yep.
1: tell me I can't wait to hear this story yeah <laughs> so uh, even I can go back a step further I initially wanted to go to school to be a doctor um mm. I love work but that was too much work for me now <laughs> right 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 right. <laughs> like that's not gonna work and I I was at school for a long time and I was like okay what can I do how can I pivot and I was like uh maybe I want to teach teaching didn't really work out for me at the time it was too much work so I was like you know what I really like rocks I loved rocks since I was a kid (laughs) yes
0: so I I I have never heard that statement come from anybody's (laughs) mouth (laughs) you are setting records my friend because I have never heard anyone
1: say (laughs) I've loved rocks since I was a kid (laughs) it's funny because now my daughter loves rocks too so it's just that's so funny (laughs) just like what kind of rocks like any rock like you just like the what about a rock (laughs) I have rocks on my desk from going on different trips and excursions and stuff like that You
0: collect like different rocks
1: Yeah, well, no, very specific, rocks like quartz and uh, olivine and things like that. So like it legit is my jam. Like, uh, so on one of the geology field trips, my professor, Dr. Ed Van Hees, he's absolutely amazing. He's the one that really got me into geology because I I went to school one day crying to realize I can't be a doctor because it was too much work for me at the time because I do have a lot of different health issues. And I was like, okay, how can I get out of school? find what I want to do, and then still make money. That's how geology really, you know, came into fruition. Okay, can I just
0: interrupt there for a second? Because you saying that I wanted to make money and geology, like, I don't know how those two kind (laughs) of (laughs) connected.
1: So how it connected was, you know, I was speaking with uh, Dr. Ed Van Hees and he was like, well, what you can do with this is actually become an environmental health and safety manager. And I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. I like this. This sounds cool. What is that? And so an environmental health and safety manager actually helps to keep people safe that works in these different plants. So where I live in Detroit, there's lots of different chemical manufacturers here in Detroit. So I said, oh, ding, ding, get this degree, Got it. get the right. money and keep people safe because at my core, that's what I love to do. I love helping people, keeping yes. people safe and informing people. That's how we actually wound up in technology and all these other things. Wow. So cool. So cool. <laughs> So I worked in environmental health and safety for a while. Totally hated it. It was one of the most unsafe environments ever. Like think about it, chemicals all day.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I was like, what else can I do? I still love science, still love technology. And I also love health. So I ended up getting into yoga. Got, you know, certified. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I just, when I find something, I'll go all the way into the path and I'll lean into it until I get certified. And I'm like, oh, okay, what's next? So... <laughs> That's so funny. You sound a lot like
0: me, like my degree is like, oh, I'm going to do nursing. No, I'm going to do technology. Hey, no, I'm going to be a lawyer. Like <laughs> <See>? what? <laughs> right? I get it. I get it. Okay. Please like, tell I
1: was me talking to somebody about that. I was like, you know, black women, this is what we do. We'll keep right. going to school and keep doing right. It. Right. Love education. Yeah, We do, you know, we mm-hmm. just get certifications on everything. So, um, yeah, I, I, I went and got yoga for a while and I was like, I love this. I love teaching. I love being with people. And then doing health and learning about you know all the different things but you know I need to market this thing how can I market it and then that really led into you know me designing websites because I used to design websites with MySpace years ago wow right <laughs> so yeah. I designed my website it broke I needed help I end up going to this place here in Detroit it's called Grand Circus took a class loved it end up getting certified <laughs> I became a software developer. Didn't like that. I I didn't like how, you know, that it worked for some time. I was like, you know what? I got too many certifications. I could just do this stuff on my own. So I took all my certifications up, all my knowledge of project management, web design, software development, all of the things that I've done. I was like, I'm gonna just start my own company. And that landed me here. So yeah. (laughs) Wow, that makes
0: perfect sense. You know, I'm a firm believer that, Um, We get prepared, like God prepares us for a season in our life, right? Like we may not understand how all of these different things, geology, yoga, web design, like how it all kind of fits together, but like there is a plan and you're able to, and that's the beauty of entrepreneurship, right? Like you get to all of the skills and things that you find fun like things that you enjoy, you can combine them jokers together and be like, Hey, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. And there will be people that need exactly what you do. Yeah. Right. Like that is how it works. Like when I first got started, like, like I said, like I have a degree in nursing. I have a degree in a uh, master's in psychology. I have a degree in legal studies, all these different things. I studied journalism and all these different crazy things. And you're like, how in the world, like I'm like the, the running joke in my family is like, oh, are you done with school yet? Like now are you officially finished, right? Cause you can just keep going just cause you love knowledge for knowledge sake. But you're, the idea that you can be an entrepreneur kind of combine all that together. Which I do as a coach. So that is fantastic. All right. So you started web design, you started your own thing. So what is it that you do the most of now? Like you probably started doing the web design first. I would imagine when you were getting clients, cause that's a done for you service. So that's pretty easy to get, right? Tell me about that journey.
1: Yeah. So for web design, that was one of the first services that I offered because that one was really easy for me. It was very intuitive uh, because it was more of a, hey, this is something that you need. Here's how you do it. Here's how to make it user-friendly because it, it's more of a rubric kind of thing. Like here's what you need to do to make it accessible to other people as well, because mm-hmm. there's tools and things like that that you can actually put together to say, here's how you do this thing. And I was like, Okay how can I make this even easier for people? So I started teaching that as well. And I was like, okay, I like this. Uh, I can't keep doing this. So can I hire somebody else to help me? Right, right, right. <laughs> and so that, that's kind of where that started going. And then I was like, okay, I'm realizing that small businesses don't only need web design, they also need uh, colors and fonts and they need stories to actually go with this website because it it started happening where they was like, okay, I just need a website to get my name out there. But they didn't have a mission statement. Right? When you put on the website, Right. (laughs) So, you know, I started helping them with that. And then they started being like, oh, well, I don't have time to work on my actual small business. And I was like, "Okay, well, let's start diving into that. So, you know, I already had these skills and I was like, well, how can I help other people develop these skills, too? So I started leaning into the yoga, you know, what my teachers was telling me for yoga and started putting that into it as well. Started leaning into like my haswhopper training, which is, you know, (laughs) It's funny is it, it, the haswapper training is more of a risk analysis, figuring out exactly how to take something that went tragically bad and you know try and salvage it. So doing that with businesses as well too. So it was right. a lot of doing that and then trying to repackage it for other businesses and realizing that it was working and then people actually liked it and I was like oh. I can do this pretty well. Let's keep going. Right, right, right. Now, were these brick and mortar businesses that were like in your area that you started with or they were all, okay, that's really cool. Yep, so uh, some of them are brick and mortar businesses. Some of them are online. So uh, what I learned is I actually started a little backwards. I started online. Uh, One of my first clients was in uh, Cameroon, Africa. Uh, So I just reached out in a Slack group. Uh, It was called UX Rescue. And um, it was this really amazing woman uh, who was running the group. And I was like, hey, I kind of want to do web design professionally. She's like, oh, here's a project. And it was this project that was in Africa. And she's like, oh, here, you can work on this, do this. I did that. And uh, that client- Was this actually, for free? Are you were doing it uh, for free? Yeah, it, that one yeah. was for free. So mm-hmm. it worked out really well. Um, the client actually was able to participate in um, this climate change uh, that was happening in Stockholm. So so I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Um, then I took that and then uh, showed that to some other people. And it was like, oh, this is the type of work that you do. I would love to hire you. So I just kept snowballing it from there.
0: <laughs> That's fantastic. So it yeah. sounds like you're kind of like a business strategist in a way where you can do a lot of different things to kind of help small businesses out. That's fantastic. Yeah. So talk to me about like, you are an avid um I shouldn't say avid. I don't know what the definition of that really is, but you're on social media. And I recently looked at your TikTok, um, your TikTok profile. And that is just a wealth of information. Like anyone who is on TikTok, follow Krista Stevens because she really gives out some really good information about technology. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I found really fascinating was um, your kind of, I guess I call it a series on chat GPT. So can you share a little bit about like why you even did that to begin with? And then like just maybe some, some tips. And I learned a lot from just (laughs) watching that, that, that series on chat GPT. So can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, sure. So, uh growing up with this new age of technology, um so I, I'm 35, uh, <laughs> and so I legit grew up with a right. uh, house phone and then starting to see, you know, technology actually evolve. And so just like a lot of people my age, we grew up starting to just put our personal business online at first because we didn't know the stuff was just going to be there. So I was right. like, okay, how can I actually provide value to other people and make this more of an informational hub as opposed to, you know, just posting stuff about myself and my daughter and stuff right. like it's right. cool, but I want to actually provide a source of information because what I was realizing is that there's a lot of misinformation about the different types of technology out there. So I took it upon myself to be a resource to say, hey, here is this type of technology, chat, GPT, AI. What is it? How do you use it? How can you get some of these resources for free or discounted so that you can implement it and make money on your own? Because I grew up not having a lot of money. And if I had had those resources, I could have been well off a lot easier or faster in life. So right. I, I just wanted to make sure that I provided those resources to other people so that they'd be able to help themselves, you know, or at least learn how to, because it's, I think it's extremely important.
0: It's, it is fascinating. The, one of your um, TikTok I don't even know what you call them. Are they videos, reels? What do you call those little TikTok things? Are they oh short some now? of
1: them are stories and then some
0: of them are just regular TikTok videos? So okay. Yeah. I refuse to go all into with TikTok. Like it's too much for me. So I'm just not gonna know. So <laughs> <laughs> one of the videos you had though, I loved it because it showed me some things that Chat GPT does that I had no idea. Like you told it to act like an expert on something like a medical expert. And it gave you all of this information, diet recommendations, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I'm out here just having it help me write, like, you know, start me off on a form letter or something. And it's giving you, and then you said you told it to revise something. Like Mm -hmm. it is amazing the amount of technology that we have access to now. This whole artificial intelligence is mind blowing. So with that, let me ask a question. Where do you see this going in terms of like people who have a business that rely on like their own, you know, ideas and thoughts that they're, you know, trying to help people and trying to sell that as a service. And now there are people who can just turn to chat GPT or something like that. I need an email written. Like, I, like for me, I started out copywriting and I wonder like, how does this affect people who are copywriters, people like yourself, web designers and things like that? Like speak to me a little bit about that. Cause you know a lot more than I do, obviously.
1: Um, I would say that people need to start learning about the tools. Uh, so one, they can stay making consistent earnings. Um, as opposed to being afraid of what's going to be lost. Uh, Because there is a potential for a lot of loss with any new technology. So think about, you know, when cell phones came out, it was initially first just, uh, you know, cameras being separate, you know, typewriters and things like that being separate. But now there's a phone that potentially lost a lot of jobs. So with this, it is a potential for a lot of loss, but there is a potential for a lot of gain as well, uh, such as software as a service. Now you have the potential where a lot of people can learn skills extremely fast so you can go to chat gpt the official website is openai.com you can go on there and say i want to learn uh the same thing as galileo i want to you know figure out exactly how he came to these different types of formulas can you teach me as if you were galileo so just talk to it in plain wow. english yeah, and just put that in. Or hey, you know, what type of information was around when um Einstein was around? Can you help me come to the same conclusion? I'm I'm only speaking the same things that I've done. Can you help me figure out the distance between the sun, the moon, Pluto? Can you help right. me figure out exactly so there's That's amazing. Yeah. And so you can actually create your own software as a service for this based on that. So once you figure out a formula, I'm, I'm just using extremely lofty things. Once you mm-hmm. figure out the formula, you can go to a website like Brancher AI, which is one that will actually help you create a software as a service. So that means that you can actually repackage it and sell it as your own thing uh, and say, hey, um i don't know sue down the street would you like to consistently create these formulas here you go pay me ten dollars a month for this so you wouldn't right. have been able to do that two years ago you would actually have to code it out yourself figure out the market. And now there's chat which is now getting ready to be chat 4 that came out earlier today <laughs> mm. so what does that mean is that just a revision like no so it's a newer model so every new model comes out and it allows you to and i'm hoping i'm not misspeaking on this but um it allows you to be able to do videos text images and things like that just based on a prompt so i I can be like hey can you show me a picture of what Galileo looks like uh in the year 2050 wow. or something yeah wow. just based on that Amazing. and so it would repopulate something uh based on uh information that was in the past so there's so much room for growth now it's just based on creativity so if you're a really creative person, you can just go in and say, I want this thing. Can you act as this thing? And then, Hey, that didn't come out the way I wanted it to. Can you revise it, get the output, save it, and then create something else based on that. You can create a whole book if you wanted to and be like, Hey, here's the memoirs of a geisha 5.7 based in, I don't know, Antarctica. (laughs) Wow. That is, you know,
0: and that brings up a question like, Obviously, just like you said, you know, new things come out all the time, you know, before there was a cell phone and and maybe the people who used to have, you know, landlines, that whole industry that was built on landlines, a lot of people lost their jobs, obviously, But then now you have cell phones and then there's new people that need new jobs. There's Like, even though technology is continually advancing, there are always going to be new problems to solve. So there'll always be a need for people, no matter what industry it is, whether this one fades away and this one comes to fruition and so on and so forth. So I think that's really um, a key point that no matter what industry you're in, there are always going to be opportunities, like you said, to kind of grow and advance if you stay kind of on ahead of the curve, or at least you're aware of these things. But it also brings out a really interesting um, thought that, you know, and I'd like for you to speak on this if you can, um, just the fact that just like what you said, that you could use ChatGPT or something like that to, to write a book which is just mind-blowing to me, right? (laughs) Where where, where do you see the authenticity of a human? How does that kind of fit into something like that? If we're, if we could say, hey, chat GPT, write a book on X, Y, and Z, it needs to be X amount of uh, pages or X amount of words or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, how are you able to, how are you going to be able to differentiate yourself if, if if everyone is kind of doing this, like, can you just speak to that? Like what, what is a way that you could think of that could like help people
1: still need people, you know? Mm -hmm. So I would say by being human and what I mean by that is just making mistakes, right? So showing up authentically yourself, like that's really how you're going to win. Um, I tell my clients all the time, because a lot of people come to me and they're like, I want this perfect social media, I want this perfect website, I need it to look so pixel perfect, and I was like, but do you really want to? Because if you show that you're perfect, it's going to look like a computer created. You want to show your entire journey. You want to show how authentic you are. You want to sometimes show, and people laugh at me all the time because I have an Android phone. I love my Android phone. I love that sometimes it's great (laughs) because, you know, a a computer is going to show it's super extra perfect. And I'm like, I'm not perfect. I'm a human. And I make mistakes all the time. And I'm okay with showing people my mistakes because that lets people know I'm a human. And I feel like that's going to differentiate a lot of people from the technology and these different things so like when I'm sending emails and stuff there's mistakes in it and I, I'm okay with that and it lets people know like hey this isn't chat GPZ this is right. Krista sometimes <laughs> right, right. this is somebody from Krista's team or something like that and I'm okay with that I let people know like hey you're gonna get the real me sometimes I have an amazing day and you're gonna see me smiling ear to ear and sometimes you may hear an f-bomb and that's okay <laughs> Yeah, I think what
0: you said, it's important to just share your story, you know, and be authentic. And that's the, that's the key. And I think that's a really great point that, you know, we don't, I heard a quote once before, and I I probably quoted it on this podcast before, but it's something like success builds walls and failure builds bridges, you know, so seeing people fail is okay, because we all fail at something. And so that makes you relatable. Whereas like a computer, ChatGPT or something like that or any of these other things, it's not. It's very kind of a sanitized version of whatever it is that you're asking for. So that's something Mm -hmm. important to keep in mind. I love that. Okay, so what advice or tips could you offer a mom that's kind of starting their business or thinking about starting a business or maybe in the midst of, you know, having a business and not really sure, you know, where to go from here, what kind of tips or
1: um, encouragement that can you offer to someone? Oh, I, <laughs> cause I'm a mom and mm-hmm. I, I do lots of different things at the same time. And I didn't always do lots of different things at the same time. So I would say start out really, really, really small with one thing a day. And it looked like me, I have, you can't see on my desk, but I have lots of sticky notes and things like that. And sometimes it just was like, hey, send one email Okay. The next day, send two emails. All right. What am I doing the next day? So just starting out small and being consistent, whatever consistent looks like for you. Not what Instagram says consistent is. Mm, not amen. What, yeah. Not what this other person says that the book they're trying to say. No. What does consistency look like for you? And then be integral to yourself, right? If you said you're going to do this, do that thing. So,
0: yes. Mm, I mm. love that. Absolutely. So, so good. Mm. All right, Chris. it has been such a pleasure. If someone wants to work with you, which I'm sure people will, because you are amazing and awesome, Mm -hmm. how will they get in touch with you? If someone wants to kind of use you for their um, business to help them grow and scale and implement some technology to help simplify their processes, how would they work with you?
1: Yeah, sure. So they can check me out on my website, kristastevens.co, C-H-R-I-S-T-A-S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S dot C-O uh, and book an appointment with me or anybody on my team. Um, I have lots of cool videos to check out on TikTok. That's Krista Stevens LLC everywhere on social media platforms. Um, So I'd love to hang out with everybody and share information with everybody.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Check her out, especially on TikTok. If you are interested in technology and you have some questions, she is your go-to. So (laughs) I appreciate you, Krista. Thank you so much for joining me. Until next time, friends. Hey, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks for listening. If you're finally ready to ditch the content creation hamster wheel and want to learn a strategy that gets you clients, aligns with who you are, and doesn't include posting content 24-7 on social media, Go to www.aligntoattract.com/ditch aligntoattract. dot slash ditch. d i slash ditch. D I T C H. I'll see you there, friends.